This is Self-Awareness for Everyone. I'm your host, MJ Bleehart. I'll be your guide through conscious reality creation, tools for applied guidance for mindfulness, non-toxic positivity, and other applications of unselfish self-awareness. This week, why is it healthy and empowering to admit I don't know? Not knowing things is how you grow and evolve. Simply put, it is because of a lack of knowledge that one studies things, one chooses to learn things, and if you already knew, why would you bother to do it? We humans are consummate explorers. We love to explore things, whether they are internal or external. Exploration is a deep, deep part of the human psyche. We love to explore, and that's part of how we have become what we have become. This is how Homo sapiens managed to beat out the Neanderthals and become the dominant species of human on this planet. There's a great deal that points to our desire to know when we don't know as the main impetus for our growth, for how we became the knowledgeable growing, evolving, changing creatures that we are. Now, we're not all-knowing, and some people will tell you, well, that's because we're not gods. Let's not even go there. That's a whole other can of worms I don't want to open. When it comes to how we've become the globe-straddling giants that we are, that is because when we looked at something and went, I don't know, instead of shying away from it, we embraced it, and then we said, but I want to know. So when you reach that point, you change direction. You start to look and say, well, how do I learn this? How do I become knowledgeable? Not knowing things is how we grow and evolve. Unfortunately, there is a current, deeply embedded false narrative that tells you that anybody who says, I don't know, is wrong, that it makes you weak, that if they tell you they don't know something, that just shows that they're worthless. This is especially prevalent amongst the Republican Party these days here in America and our politics, where they love to tell you that they know everything, and anybody who says they don't know clearly isn't worth your time. But nothing could be farther from the truth. There is nobody on this entire planet who knows everything. I'll get into that a bit more going forward here, but I want to talk about why it's so backwards to look at this idea that not knowing and saying, I don't know, makes you weak, makes you inferior, and sets you up to fail. It doesn't. It's completely backwards. Scientific curiosity is born of looking at something and saying, I don't know that, but I want to learn it. The unknown is where these great discoveries abound. When you look at that hill over there and you have no idea what's on the other side of that hill, you could make shit up and say, well, I mean, there might be monsters over there or maybe there's an endless desert or there's an ocean or uh, I don't know, but, you know, there's something. Or you can say, I don't know. Let's crest that hill and find out. And then you climb the hill and you look and see what's on the other side. This is how our ancestors evolved. This is how they looked across the world and they left sub-Saharan Africa and made their way to the rest of the planet. Now, here we are the quote-unquote dominant species and we can do all kinds of amazing things. But 
almost all of them are born of going, I don't know, and then trying to figure out how to know it. Seeking answers when you don't know is how you get better. It's how you grow. It's how you learn. It's how you evolve. And it empowers learning and growing. All real knowledge is recognizing that there are things you don't know. And on top of that, there are probably things that you desire to know. Now, when you started school as a child, the early days of education, elementary school, were primarily teaching you how to learn. Part of this is because as children, we do not have a fully developed frontal lobe. That means that our ability to reason doesn't exist, or at least it's not very well developed because it's not there yet. It's still growing. When we get a bit older, the frontal lobe starts to come into play and you start to be able to reason and you start to be able to look beyond the simplicity of how do I learn this to, okay, why do I learn this? As we move along and we start to learn these things and we start to grow our knowledge of the world, eventually the final step is to look inwards and say, well, who am I? That's when we really start to evolve because it's from that evolution of knowing who you are and who, what, where, how, and why you desire to be that you make choices and decisions to become the person you most desire. This is a self-directed matter and You can learn, but only you can learn, who you are. Why? Because there's nobody else inside your head, heart, or soul. There is nobody but you that can know you. And this is Self-Awareness 101. This is where it all begins, by recognizing there are things you don't know and choosing to learn them. Now, I don't care what anybody else tells you. Nobody knows everything. Nobody. There are 8 billion people on planet Earth. We are spread out over nearly 200 countries, not to mention that the planet itself has a circumference of nearly 25,000 miles. Spanning that alone, who can possibly know everything there is to know about this world? Nobody. Then you can factor in microorganisms. We're not even going to talk about how many trillions of those that there are. Stars? Hundreds of billions of stars are in the sky. Does anybody know them all? No. Guess what? There is and will always be something to learn. And the truth is, admitting I don't know makes you stronger, not weaker. Not knowing things doesn't make you lesser, unworthy, nor defective. What it makes you is human. You didn't know things when you were a 10-year-old child. You don't know things even now, whatever age you're at. And you will find that you'll know things down the line that you didn't know before. That's life. That's how we grow. It's how we change. Not knowing does not make you weak. It doesn't make you unworthy. And there's this false narrative that not knowing is bad. It's not true. This is where this whole idea of woke being weaponized as a terrible thing makes absolutely no sense. Who doesn't desire to know things? Who doesn't have a want for more knowledge in their life? Anybody? No. 
Now, to be fair, there are certain things none of us care to know. There are certain things that I sure don't desire to know. For example, do I need to know anything about how to raise cattle in Australia? No. Why would I care to know that? Unless I were an Australian cattle farmer, then I'd probably desire to know how to raise cattle in Australia. As a sci-fi author and somebody who attempts to put some plausibility into my work, I've studied things that I needed and desired to know in order to make my work as close to reality as possible. That's why I know something about the Alcabieri warp drive and the idea behind that concept of potential faster than light travel. It's why I have a slightly more than basic understanding of astrophysics and of physics in general. I mean, my understanding is super, super limited, and there's always something new to learn. And, and this is what gets even more interesting, one of the most amazing things about science is that they're always learning things. Yesterday's fact is tomorrow's law, and yet today's law can be supplanted by a new law that disproves the theory that we've been working on for so long. Now, there are religious people who will tell you that the theory of evolution being a theory means that it's not correct. We have empirical, scientifically backed evidence that yes, evolution happens. It happens in veritably every single species on the planet, including us. Take wisdom teeth. Do you know what your wisdom teeth are for? Well, I don't, but... Most people today get them extracted because our mouths are no longer holding enough space for our wisdom teeth. But there are people who are being born without wisdom teeth. Know why? Evolution. You evolve, whether you like it or not. And this is scientific evidence. And theory is not theoretical in the idea that, well, I have a theory. Yeah, I have a better theory. No, theory in scientific context means that you've got empirical evidence that you can lay out and say, look, I can prove this with most of the benefit of a doubt. Now, that doesn't mean that it doesn't change. And that's because constant learning allows for change. In fact, it's all about growth and change because you gain more knowledge. There is always something to be learned. And because nobody knows everything about anything, human beings are inherently curious. We are seeking to learn, grow, evolve. And the best place to start this is by saying, I don't know. It's incredibly healthy. It is incredibly empowering to say, I don't know, because you can follow it up with, but I really like to. And then you can take the steps to learn. Learning is different from everybody, yes. Some people are visual learners. Some people learn better by sight. Some people learn better by sound. Some people learn better by doing. Despite false narratives like you can't teach an old dog new tricks, you totally can. It's a choice. It's a decision. And if you desire to learn something, you can choose to learn it. It might not be easy, it might be super slow, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn how to do it. When I first started playing with audio, when I started doing audio production in college, we edited on reel-to-reels, and I mean actual physical reels of magnetic tape that we would cut and splice for the purposes of editing. You had to listen, find the right point to make the cut, take a razor blade, cut it, and then 
tape it back together and hope that you didn't mess up and cut out the wrong bit. Digital editing, like I get to do with this podcast, is so, so much easier because all I have to do is listen to and look at the visual representation of this audio track and I can cut out the part that I want to change or that I need to edit out. And best of all with digital, if I get it wrong, there's a wonderful thing called the undo button that puts it right back. So this is amazing technology. I didn't know how to use this before I started podcasting. I only knew how to edit via cut and splice. Now I know this, but there is technology out there even better than what I'm employing for the same thing. I don't know it. And some of it I might eventually desire to know. There is always something to be learned. No matter what scale you measure life, the universe, and everything on, there's always something more to learn. When we are taught to fear I don't know, to look at I don't know askance, to consider woke a terrible thing, which, God, it's so not. But when we're given all this, we are disempowered. We are remaining sheltered and ignorant and at the mercy of those people telling us these things. Whether it's your religious leaders telling you that God is the only one with the answer, whether it is that politician saying, I know it and nobody else does, whether it's that business leader telling you that, hey, it's perfectly okay if I poison the environment, it'll recover. That's not how these things work. It's not for you to be without knowledge. And a big part of self-awareness is recognizing that you have an almost unfathomable, endless capacity to learn. Growth and evolution is something you can choose for yourself. Once you leave school, a lot of people, upon being done with their schooling, figure that they're done learning. That's just not true. You're going to learn things. It might not be a lesson that you formally have to take a test on and get graded on, but you're still going to learn things. That's experience. That's life. And if, as I've been postulating recently, the meaning of life is simply to live, then I am going to tell you this. A big part of that is learning. So when you look at something and say, I don't know, well, guess what? You're setting yourself up to learn and to choose to gain more knowledge. But until you admit that you don't know something, you're not setting yourself up to be capable of learning. And when you don't set yourself up to be able to learn, you are cutting yourself off from your absolute right as a thinking, breathing, living human being to grow, to evolve, to change, to learn, and to experience this life for all that it has to offer. We are not merely here to exist. We are here to experience, to choose things, to do things, to live. That's why I believe the meaning of life is to live. And one of the first ways we do that is by taking a healthy approach and empowering ourselves by saying, well, I don't know. So how do I learn it? That's why I don't know is not bad. It is not negative. I don't know just means that you have the proper curiosity and the ability to learn what you don't already know. There are always things to be learned and knowledge to be gained, and that's why it's so healthy to say, I don't 
No. Without that admittance, how else can you grow, evolve, and expand what you know? And if who you are isn't who you desire to be, how else can you change if you don't address the I don't know about who you desire to be if you're not who you wish to be now? Yeah, it's a little roundabout. I acknowledge this. But Look, folks, when we take I don't know and treat it as something inappropriate or negative or that makes us weak, we are so disempowering ourselves. Don't let them win that game because that's all it is to them is a game. You have more power than you realize. Be more self-aware and mindful. Recognize that I don't know is a key to growth and a healthy one at that. Okay, this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. Is there something that you've always desired to know? Well, guess what? Don't wait. Take steps to learn it. Go watch the YouTube videos, visit the website, read the blogs, buy the book, experiment with the practice. Whatever it is, make the time and do the effort to learn it, however best you learn things, whether that's reading, watching, listening, doing, or some combination therein, or something else that I'm not mentioning here. Don't put this off until tomorrow. After you have finished listening to this podcast, take something that you don't know, but have always desired to know, and make the effort to learn it. That is this week's Applied Guidance for Mindfulness tool. What do you desire to learn? What don't you know that you want to know? Well, go learn it. Thanks for joining me. I hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of applied guidance for mindfulness, conscious reality creation, and working with other tools for optimizing your life experience. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at author at mjbleehart.com. You can follow me on social media via Instagram at mjbleehart, on TikTok at mjbleehart72, and on Facebook at bleehartmj. Thank you to the Pink Kangaroo Podcast Network for hosting my show. Thank you to Fee Mahoney. She is the creator of my original cover art. Please take a moment and visit her Etsy shop at Talia's Inspirations. Please visit my blogs, The Ramblings of the Titanium Dawn at titaniumdawn.com as well as at mjbleehart.medium.com. And check out my ever-growing number of published sci-fi and fantasy novels on Amazon and other online retailers. I hope you're discovering how self-awareness works hand-in-hand with mindfulness and can be applied to improve your life experience as well as that of the people around you. Be kind, compassionate, and your own self-aware creator, whatever form that takes. And please be mindful that you are worthy and deserving of being the best you that you can be. Namaste.